Where's your fire chapter three? You can't do it alone. You need fire from heaven, aka Holy Spirit. So, Fratle Petras, my dad, um, he taught his little girl. Well, I'm not so little anymore, but I'm still his little girl. Uh, he taught me how to chop wood and uh, build a fire. Like, a couple summers back, he um, had a bunch of firewood. And man, I was like, you want a good workout? Literally chop firewood. That thing will work your abdominal muscles, your back muscles, your arms. Like, oh my goodness. And I'm not joking. Um, He legit has taught me how to build a fire, which I think is like, yay, good survival skills. (laughs) But um, we have like a fireplace at our house. Yes, we have like regular heating, but we have a fireplace. And so every so often I will start a fire. And, um, this week, um, I was trying to build one. I'm not joking. The paper was not papering. So like my dad, like kind of taught me like get the little pieces of wood first, you know, like the little, like little skinny ones and then get some sort of, I think like I've seen a substance, um, like sometimes I would get like dry grass if there was some outside or like these little like twigs, Um, but something to like light the fire and then the little wood is on there. So it like catches the wood and then you like add bigger pieces of wood once that starts going and it'll, you know, start heating up that wood and it just grows, right? Well, mm, I don't have dry grass right now, you know, because this weather that we're having here. So I would use paper a lot of the time. Like I would strip little skinny pieces of paper, you know, put it down there, put the little pieces of wood and just try to get that going. I'm not joking. It just was not doing it. And I'm like, <laughs> not offended. Maybe a party was like, excuse me. Like, I'm pretty decent at like starting a fire. I'm not a professional, but like, I'm like, excuse me, what are you doing? Why are you not firing? Right. So, <laughs> um, it would just, I put the paper on there and it just, for some reason, I'm like, what is this paper made out of? Because it's not like continuously like lighting. I would start lighting it with the lighter and usually that would get enough where it would just burn the whole paper where it goes from one end to the other. This one, it would just stop. Like it would just, you'd see like the little edges like burned a little bit and blackened, but it would just stop. And I'm like, what is happening? And so there was this little bottle by our fireplace it looked like oil, but I wasn't sure because I'm like, it's not, the color looks a little weird, but it's by the fireplace. So like logically, I'm thinking it must be part of this. You know, I don't know. And my dad's like really good at building fires, I think. So I asked my mom, like I yelled from the living room. I was like, mom, what's this bottle? Like, she was like, oh, it's your dad's. Um, it's something for like lighting, like the fires. And I'm like, oh, okay, right. (laughs) So I was like, okay, let me put some paper down. And I put the little twiggies, put the paper down and I stacked the wood. Like my dad, I've seen him stack it before. So I built it. I got it ready to go. I sprayed, uh, dumped some of that stuff on there. And then I realized, okay, like I better not have it on my hands because if I light something, that's really bad. So I had the crumpled up long pieces of paper, you know, lit the bottom and let it start going. And then I threw it on the fire. This thing, like, it was like instant fire. Okay. 
And a part of me is like, this is why my dad always lights good fires, because he has this. Lo and behold, that only started like last week. So I'm like, oh, so he really is like absolutely phenomenal with fire. Great, awkward. But um, why am I sharing this? Sometimes when you have a fire and you have stuff that are hindering it, it just does not, it does not work. And it reminded me, you know, thinking all of this, man, how much we need the Holy Spirit. How often we try to do things on our own strength and we get so tired and trying to keep a fire going. But the reality of it is we don't have the power to sustain things on our own. I know community, regular daily Bible reading, praying, and also fasting is is the fundamentals. It is the basics. When you have to build a fire, there's certain material you need. You can't have a fire without wood. You need something to start the fire. You need that initial burn. You need the little pieces of wood for it to like catch everything. Like there's different elements to it to get a fire going, right? It's like if you have a vehicle, a car, if you don't regularly fuel it, change its oil at some point, it's going to break down. You can have a great car and if it has no gas and you start it, it's like, you're frustrated because you're like, what is happening? It's a car. It looks great, but why is it not starting? Um, the Bible talks about flan into fa- flame. Um, I think it was like the gifts that you have. And it does talk about to not grieve the Holy Spirit. And I tell you what, like I grew up in a Pentecostal community in a church and Okay, yeah, I'll just say it for what it is. I did not understand Holy Spirit. I didn't. You know, there was prophetic words that were shared at church sometimes. And, you know, speaking in tongues was and is something that it's active in the body. And I got scared. You you want me to be honest? I'll be honest. I got scared. You know, sometimes I would go to prayer nights and I'd be afraid because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, is this person just like, like an x-ray machine going to see all of my sins and all of my life? And it's not even like, I mean, sometimes I would, I'll admit it was like active sinning where it was like, you know what's wrong, but it's like you're fighting and you're, 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 it's that active fight of not wanting to, but I would be afraid and I didn't understand. And I remember going to a retreat in, in Big Bear, California, and I remember Eddie Svangel and his wife, I think his wife Semida, were sharing on the Holy Spirit. And, you know, I think it was a baptism also and just like the filling of the Holy Spirit. And it was like, people want the gifts, but they don't want the gifter. And that stuck out to me so much because, you know, some people, they want the gift of prophecy. They want um, the gift of speaking in tongues. They want certain things, but they don't 
they don't realize like you you need to want holy spirit because it's almost like wanting you want the juice but you don't want the fruit i really realized how important it is to obey god and a lot of not a lot of the time, but like Jesus left his spirit on earth for a reason. He said, it is, it is better that I go because if I go, I will leave, you know, his spirit, the comforter, the counselor, and do not push him away. In difficulties, it's so easy sometimes to isolate ourselves, to push other people away and it is so vital and so important even in the midst of that to go to the Lord like Job experienced a lot like in one day like we talk about Job how he lost you know his family um, his health was impacted his livestock and I didn't realize, like, when I read Job, it was like, while one person came to him and told him, another person came, and another person came, and another person came, and another person came. And I just, I'm just going to say it, you do not need to feel like that conference moment to connect with God and have communion with him. Sometimes we feel like we need this feeling, and we need this atmosphere, and we need this spark, but that's not always the reality of life. Like, can you imagine um, every time you talk to somebody, you always needed an excitement. You always need, like, every single time. Like, I truly, I love worship. Like, I love, I love worship. I love worship and songs specifically. I, I'm, I just, I literally listen to songs every single day, worship music, every single day, like while I'm working, while I'm going to work, while I'm coming home from work, I, I love worshiping God. I love worship songs. I, I love it. I love it. But do you know what else I absolutely love? Like real talk. I love going to my friend's house, sitting on the sofa and just chatting like no smoke no mirrors none of that you just it's just stripped down it's just like that and sometimes we feel like we need this like concert this like show this like always and that's not reality like imagine if every time someone was with their spouse they were just expecting what wedding day feels versus like also every day like don't get me wrong like I've there's been moments I've had with God where I was like this is amazing like or this is like, oh my gosh, I just feel so sad and bad for my sin and, you know, making, impacting my relationship with God. Like, there's just no other way of saying that. But like, we need Holy Spirit. So what keeps a fire going? Um, one of the things that I wanted to touch on, um, point A being that 
To keep a fire going, you have to ensure that there isn't bad materials present. Like the fire that I tried to start, like that paper that I would light, I literally was like, is there something on this paper? Because like it must have been sprayed with something. But what happens when you constantly throw water on a fire? Logically, if you think about it, you have a fire that's going, it's going to douse the fire. The fire's burning and it's like it it just goes down and gets reduced. So it stops its, its, its intensity and sin is water to a fire. Don't think that you can have a fire pure and bright with you watering yourself with sin. Plain and simple. We need to fight. Sometimes we need to flee. Because, you know, for certain sins, like don't put yourself in a situation that's going to make you compromise, but also be a person of integrity. Like the Lord sees everything. You are a temple. If you're a believer of God and you have God's spirit in you, you have a temple. There are, you know, beautiful buildings all over the world that are just gorgeous. Like, can you imagine if there was just like dung inside, outside, it would smell it would, it would lose its luster. You're like, this, this is a building? Like, it's this? You are a temple of the Holy Spirit. Do not defile yourself by allowing sin in your life. Don't open the door. Don't do any of that. And if you do, repent. Repent. Turn away. Turn away. What keeps a fire going, B, is more logs on the fire. Stay in prayer And this isn't to say workspace, right? Because like James talks about, because we are saved, we do things for the Lord. We don't get saved by doing things. But stay in prayer. Prayer is so vital. It really is. Sometimes I think, you know, we want to, we examine ourselves and we realize, wow, like we need to make some changes in our life. So like we do all of this studying and we read up on all of these things and sometimes we can go down that rabbit hole way too much where we're just exploring and researching and we're not doing anything or sometimes you know we expect all of these really really big things that we have to do and it's like well it must not be enough if it's like these little changes truly prayer is so important I used to struggle with this so much and at times can And I used to think that God was like some big deity on his throne. Like, honestly, this is what I thought when I was younger. Like, he's this big thing up on his throne, up high, and all these people are just down here worshiping him, like bowing down. And I I really can't imagine my life without him. He's just so wonderful and loving to the point where he just does not want me to go to hell. So he will lovingly correct and rebuke, do whatever he needs to do. But prayer is so important. And also reading the word daily, daily. If you read the Bible for hours a day, that's great. I have found not that reading the Bible for hours isn't beneficial, but for me, one thing in the season of my life that I've been trying to do is James one twenty two. This is what I'm currently, Jesus help me, 
to do is, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourself. I would like read the Bible and I'm not saying for hours on end, but I would read and then I wouldn't apply anything. So I'm like, okay, I'm trying to read God's word daily, daily, where I take it in and it's not just like in through one ear, out the other, where I've just read the same sentence three times because I'm just not paying attention and my mind is wander- wa- mindlessly wandering. Like there are times where you need to, you know, put your phone on silent, put it in a different room, remove yourself from a situation. Like if you're going to be sitting in your living room with a TV on and you're trying to read your Bible in the middle of your with family, how is that going to help you? You're distracted by people, you're distracted by the TV, you're distracted by noise you know, like there's that, but read it. Like I would know I'm not like the most, you know, well-versed person maybe, but like I would know the Bible and I could quote it at times, but like, was I always living it? No, which is unfortunate, but that's why it's so important to just read God's word and obviously apply it. But then also another one is community. This is so important. I remember when I was the last church that I was a part of, I would go on Tuesday nights um, because we would lead songs. And more than once, I was reminded, this is why the body of believers gather together. This is why. And community is so important. Um, Do you have the same experience at a concert like watching a video and being actually there, the experience is not the same. There's the atmosphere, like, you know, the common accord. Um, Sometimes there's joy. Sometimes it's a somber moment. Um, You know, sometimes even temperature comes into play or you're hearing other people singing with you. You might close your eyes and you hear others, you know, carrying the song. And church is not a concert. It's not to say that. It's a gathering of believers to talk about God and his word, to worship him. And if you are not partaking in person and you have the opportunity and the ability to, what a shame. Honestly, what a shame. Like a cooking show, you can see them cooking the food and you can see them taking all the steps and doing all of the things. And it's great to watch, don't get me wrong. But you're not going to smell the meat. You're not going to smell that environment. You're not going to be there and hear the sizzle, you know, quite there or all the aroma and all of that. And again, those that can't, like, I totally get it. I Believe me, I get it. But those that can, I would just, just consider that. Just, you know, just give it some thought. And then also keeping a fire going is it's his fire not ours. So we shouldn't be deceived into thinking that we can shine and that we can do it on our own. It's something that we can just keep going. But John 15, five to six says, I am the vine and you are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If a man does not abide in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. Apart from God, we can do nothing, and we really need the fire of God, his spirit. You don't need to be afraid. 